You are listening to the Mimi B Podcast, a lifestyle podcast that is designed to help you transform your life and become the best version of yourself possible. On this podcast, we talk about health, personal growth, career, and pretty much everything else it takes to become the best you there is. I'm your host, Mimi Bouchard. I own the online magazine, Mimi B, and I create courses on how you can upgrade your life to the next level. Every single one of us has the ability to produce extraordinary results in our lives, and this podcast is going to help you get there. Hey guys, welcome to episode 100 of the Mimi V podcast. Today I am here with Sophie Maxine. She is a listener of the podcast, a normal girl that reached out to me on Instagram after I posted an Instagram story saying that I had an idea to have a listener of the podcast to come on as my guest who I can pick their brain and we can talk about, you know, some real deep life shit. So Thank you so much, Sophie, for reaching out, for sending me such an amazing message on Insta. And I'm so happy that we're doing this. I feel like this is going to be such a great convo. Do you want to say hi to everyone and just introduce yourself a little? Hi. So my name is Sophie. I am originally from Vienna, which is the capital of Austria. And I've been going, I've been literally going up there, going to school there. And then I just decided to start university in the UK and I first went to Exeter for two years to study their law and then I just kind of found found out that it's just not really what I wanted to do in my future career. So I am now in London doing public relations at the University of Arts and it's amazing. And how old are you? I am 20, um, turning 21 this summer. Amazing. Okay, so I'm going to start this episode by just reading out what you said, Sophie, just so that the listeners have a little bit of backstory of of you and it can just lead us into an amazing conversation. Yeah, I'm excited. Okay, so you replied to my story saying, Mimi, I'd love to be a part of your podcast. I'm such a big fan of them. I find them truly inspirational and informative. Thank you. (laughs) I am 20 years old, turning 21 this summer, and I study at the University of Arts London. I'm from Vienna, but speak fluently German, French, and English. I've always been struggling a lot with mental health, self-love, and my weight. It's been a long and difficult ride for me, but I've learned so many lessons and only see them as obstacles, making me mentally stronger. I have a mom, which always put a lot of pressure on myself and the way that I look. So I've literally been growing up having deep issues on what to eat, how people perceive me, etc. I find a lot of strength by manipulating my mind and starting to work each and, and every day on my mindset. I would say that I'm extraordinarily positive and spiritual and believe that there is so much more out there than what we see and feel. I'm so ready to open up towards you in a conversation and sharing my thoughts. I've been waiting for an opportunity like this for a very long time, showing that we all struggle with different things and that a bad day doesn't mean a bad life. I love this so much. I instantly read it and I was like, you know, it was the first one that I, one of the first ones that I opened and oh my God, for everyone else that sent in, like, I don't want to call them like applications, but sent in messages. Like I haven't even gone through all of them yet because I got so many. And I just want to start this off by saying that I'm going to do this more. This is not going to be one in every hundred episodes. Like I actually want to do this maybe like one in every 20 episodes or something. So 
yeah, just to let you guys know, I'm, I will be going through them. But Sophie, I love your story and it's so relatable. And I feel like everything you said in there, like I can honestly relate to. Um, you know, you mentioned that you struggled a lot with mental health, self-love and your weight. Like what have, like, do you want to talk a little bit more about that? Like in each department, like what are the things that you've really struggled with? Yeah, so honestly, I must say, my issue kind of started when I was for sure around like 13 to 14 years old. I started going my first diet and I was always just under so much pressure considering my weight. I mean, with 13 and 14, I feel like it's not the right age to kind of be on diets and to focus on your weight. Um, but my mom is um, in the fashion industry and she's a stylist and she's always been working with models and just being in the fashion industry her entire life long. So appearance is really something that really matters to her a lot because she just kind of keeps on telling me how it's your business card into different things in life, you know, like the better you look, the the more people will come to you, the more opportunities will come your way, you know, and um. I kind of like started when I was 13, 14, and then I, I, I called the Dukan diet. I don't know if you have heard about that, but it's this French, um, probably like Dr. Assange is not really sure, who, in, who invented this Dukan diet, which only consists basically of eating protein um, all day long. It's the only thing you can eat um, for a couple of weeks, if you'd say so. Um, and you quite lose very quickly the weight, to be honest. Um, but then, of course, you get a lot of cravings because your body just does not only want to eat protein, right? Like it's an amazing source that your body kind of needs, but it's not the only thing. Mm-hmm. So I think like into this binge eating phase as well, where I would then indulge in everything else, literally everything. Like it would go from cheese to sugary stuff to fattening things um, in just a couple of days. And then I would feel so shit again. And then I would go again into this diet phase. So I would literally struggle with that on a daily basis. And it really affected a lot my mental health because then as well, you can't just like go out and like be with your friends and then just like order whatever you wanted to, even if it was healthy, like a salad. Like I was literally just um, ordering an omelet or some eggs, you know what I mean? And of course, people would look at you a little bit in a very difficult and like strange way. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just like you, your eating habits are kind of weird. Mm-hmm. So that just all stemmed from your mom really putting pressure on you to be thin. And you just put that pressure on yourself as well. Like, do you still struggle with dieting and then binging and restricting? I must say, um, it's been a long time since I'm not doing these intense diets anymore. But I do have days where my problem is I either overeat or undereat. And that's like a huge problem of mine. I have days where I really am not hungry at all. So I won't really eat. Um, and then the next day, I'll just like go over the top with just eating so much stuff. Because my body has been like, I've been restricting my body from food for a quite long time. And then it will just like want so much more um, than mm-hmm. you would normally eat in a day. So I do struggle sometimes with that, mm-hmm. I must say. Yeah, me too. Honestly, I I have a past of lots of dieting as well, just like you. And I think the past five months, I've gone through a lot of work on myself. And I've realized that 
the only thing that works for me. Like, you know, I was the same, like I'd either like not eat enough or overeat. Mostly was overeating. I was definitely like a binge eater, like the past few years, like it was such a comfort thing for me. And even the, if it was healthy food, right? Like my past was, you know, I'd eat really healthy and then I would just like overeat it. Cause that was my release of this control. But what I've noticed has really worked for me um, and I'm developing a whole like plan on this to, to release for you guys. But basically the thing that really worked for me is like actually just focusing on other areas of my life more and like not putting so much energy onto food and diet. Like when you just focus on like the other areas of your life, like your work, your friendships, this, that, like you need to make food, not a box anymore because we, as women, especially we make it a box. It is an emotional thing for us. It's a control thing for us. We either under eat, overeat all this stuff. It's like, there's so much freaking energy and attention on food. Like it's just craziness. So like where you're at right now, like where, like where do you see it going? Do you think you're getting better and better? And how, like, what have you done in the past that has helped you? Like, like what kind of routines have you had in the past that have like helped you with your struggles about body image and weight? Yeah. So first of all, I feel like it's very important that you kind of start loving yourself the way you are and just accepting your flaws, your imperfections, and kind of just starting the day in a very positive mindset. I feel like that just helps me a lot to always turn the negativity into positivity and to just see life as an obstacle and just living every single day as your last one and just not being so serious about it all of the time and if you overeat one day so what you just overeat the next day will be a new day where you can just be better again I feel like it's all about learning these lessons and um, I think that we are all kind of I know this sounds weird, but I, it, in my opinion, it's quite true that we're all on earth having our own little destiny that we have to fulfill. So we are all on earth because we are, we have like a special goal that we want to reach. And, um, and maybe for one, it's got, for someone, it's going to be just being loving and showing people how to love. And then maybe for someone else, it will be, to teach people how to be successful or I don't know what it is but um I just think that we should all see about life more you know as something that brings joy and just not being so hard all of the time all of the time on ourselves Mm, I love that so much Sophie you are so insightful and so right like we just see life as this really like we just, we take it so seriously. We need to realize that it's like, you just need to live in the moment, live every single day. Like it's your last, like just do different things. Like stop saying tomorrow, like finally start living that life that you really truly want to. Because if we keep saying tomorrow and we keep thinking, Oh, one day or the worst mentality in the world, which is, Oh, when I, when I reach this weight, then have you ever had that? Cause I used to have that all the time. And you know what? It still freaking creeps into my mind. Sometimes it's like, Oh, when I'm five pounds skinnier, then I'll start this. Or then I will be able to go to this event or do this. Or, you know, have you ever had that? So basically, um, I kind of realized, cause there's this quote and it says that we, um, we don't, see things as um we are 
But no, no, we see things, we don't see things as they are, but as we are. And I think that is so, so true. I feel like sometimes we don't realize that we actually, I, I don't know, that we actually quite nice human beings. And sometimes we just like kind of like put ourselves down so much more um, than we actually deserve, if you know what I mean. Hmm. I totally agree. We're so hard on ourselves. And that's why as well, going back to like the weight thing, the self-love thing, it's like, we just, we're perfectionists, right? Like we really are. And it's so detrimental to our lives because we keep forgetting that it's not the end goal. It's the process that you need to fall in love with, the process of becoming that person you're meant to be. It doesn't matter if you have 20 pounds to lose to be healthy. It doesn't matter if you haven't reached financial success yet. It doesn't matter if you haven't 100% you know, reached that, that bliss with your personal growth and your self-love. Like it is the fact that if you are actually working towards it every day and enjoying that process of bettering yourself, like that's the trick to all of this. Because, you know, I, I've just realized this recently, Sophie, but I'm pretty sure that we never actually get there. And if we even do get close to getting there, you have to maintain it. It's not just like this door that you open and you're like, oh, like I've I've arrived. <laughs> exactly. It's quite interesting because um I remember when I back back last summer, I remember I was I was when when I'm talking when I'm talking now about my weight, I was honestly a stick. Like my friends would tell me, Sophie, like do you actually eat? Because like you look awful. Like I was honestly a stick. Um and at the time, I, I know I remember that I was quite confident because I knew that I was that I could kind of like put on whatever I wanted to. And I would fit in every single size. But I, but at that time, I didn't actually realize that I was that skinny. And that is quite um dramatic, in my opinion, because I was actually really, really skinny and I didn't realize it. And I'm looking back and I'm actually realizing that I really was. And it's just, you know, like, as you said, like. It, it we will never kind of come we will never kind of like reach that goal where we're like yes I'm so satisfied it's not gonna happen mm-hmm. unless we really put our minds to it and we're like yes I am I am already there and it's just about me kind of getting better and just being the best version of myself mm-hmm. yeah that's it and as much as we think it's about appearance and as much as I think being healthy and having a fit body and thriving from the inside out is so important. Your mental health is more important, right? Like I really truly believe that everything starts with your head. So if you want to make any change in your life, it starts with your mentality. The only time I was ever really able to like lose the last few pounds that I wanted to. And recently, like I've just been in the best body of my life. And I feel like I haven't even put that much work. I've put more work in, in the past for my body. And I hadn't seen the same results because I was putting so much stress and pressure on myself. Yeah. And I started to binge and like, cause I was restricting, but now it's like, all about intuitive eating and living and just not overthinking. If I have a bit of chocolate or this, that I'm not going to be like, Oh, I've already messed up the day. So I might as well have the entire chocolate bar. Like, you know, I don't think like that anymore. I wish I, I think like, okay, like, you know, maybe I'll have like a light dinner. Cause I'm, I'm quite full right now. Like that's kind of the way to think of it. It's just like loving 
yourself and respecting yourself. Yeah, I totally feel that. Yeah. Mm. So let's talk about your mom putting a lot of pressure on you. Like, how do you think that affected you? And like, did you go through life like feeling like a victim almost to that and like taking on that mentality and blaming your mom? Or are you kind of taking responsibility for for what's happened to you? Like, what's your mentality towards that? Um, so I must say, I, I honestly love my mom. And I know that my mom is only doing these things because she just wants the best for me. Um, and that's because she loves me a lot. Um, so I'm not going to blame her for anything. But she, I feel like she just doesn't realize how much it can actually affect your mental health and the the way you see yourself the way you think about yourself like I'm someone who can kind of fake the self-confidence so I will you will see me in a restaurant or just kind of you know somewhere and you'll never think oh that girl doesn't really have that self-confidence that she's um, pretending to have and that's because I'm quite good at faking it but then when someone gets to know me in a more closer way, they will start to notice that I have self-doubts, like so many. And um, and that's just being because I was never enough. Like I never felt like I would look pretty enough for my mom, be enough for my mom. You know what I mean? So it kind of came from that. And of course, now it's it's my job to um, work on that and work on my mentality and the way I see myself and to not be too hard on myself. And it takes a lot of time. It is not something that just will go away from one day to the other. It really takes time. And that comes with everything that has to do with mental health. If we're talking about depression, if we're talking about something else, it will always take time to really get over it. Mm. So what are some actionable things that you've done to help yourself get out of that mentality to improve your mindset? Because you say in the message, like you work on your mindset a lot and you consciously try to manipulate your mind every day for it to start working in your favor. Like, how do you do this? Tell me everything that you do that you've seen actually work in helping your mindset. Yeah. So honestly, it kind of started. So I've always kind of been a bit spiritual where just think and just know that there's more out there than we can see and feel. And I always believed in that. And then there was a time in my life where I was quite down because I didn't, because I kind of like just wanted to start over with life. I didn't want it to be an exit anymore studying law. And that was a hard decision for me to make because this would just mean that I totally have to switch um, universities and just kind of like starting over again and that was as well very hard to tell my parents because they've been investing a lot in my education so for me to tell that to them was quite it was just very very hard and um, the, and I had an ex-boyfriend who was just really treating me very badly and he would suck the energy out of me and I was honestly there was a time I was just very very down so I don't know how I ended up in this bookstore but I did. And I went every single day to the same bookstore. And I was just sitting there and I was just literally reading one spiritual book after the other, after the other, sorry. And um, there was one book that I really liked um, called The Art of Happiness. And um, it was written by the Dalai Lama, who is between like my, just my my muse like I love this guy so, so much. He's my role mo- model. Like I want to be like him, in my opinion. He's just so 
inspirational and I follow his Twitter and I could just retweet every single thing he's saying because he's just so generally nice and the way he sees life is just amazing. Um, so I, re- I read his book and then of course, um, cause you mentioned that book as well a lot, um, the, or the law of attraction, the secrets. And there's actually mm-hmm. a movie on Netflix as well about that book. And when I, when I watched it, I started crying out of gratitude because I literally saw it in front of my eyes, how people change their, change their lives just because they changed their way of thinking and that just really got to me and I started crying a lot on that because it it was just such a nice nice feeling to know to know that and since then I kind of am more into manipulating myself and the and and, and how I feel and how I think just by knowing that we're not alone on this planet that everyone is struggling with different things um I wake up I I do kind of the same thing as you do in the morning. Like I will just wake up. I will just write some notes in my notebook, um, the things that I want to achieve in the day. I'm going to kind of compliment myself, you know, to like have a little bit more self-love going on and then starting my day from there. Mm, That's amazing. So definitely the morning routine. And I'll tell that to everyone too. I always talk about it, but it seriously helps with your mental health with anything you want to succeed in. Like I have my whole course on it, but you don't even need to get that. You can just start with your own routine if you want. Like if you want to just design your own, I would say just wake up a little bit earlier than you usually do. Cause that also just like triggers a new discipline inside of you. And this, this is the thing, Sophie, and you get this, like we, it takes discipline to start living that life of improving yourself. Like it's discipline. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be worth it. Working on yourself is worth it because you actually start living your life more. And we're not like, I feel like so many of us are on autopilot all the time. I've been there. You've been there on autopilot. You're just like, you know, not like you're very short-sighted, like not really thinking about life as a whole. But then when you actually think about life as a whole, like your experience crying, watching the secret, like that gave me that feeling as well. Like seeing life as a whole, like realizing that we're only on this planet for a short amount of time. And like, you know, that we have the power to kind of design our lives and it's a beautiful, scary, frightening, empowering feeling. And that's life. I think that's just like the life feeling. Cause it just all starts with you. It's literally your responsibility with what what you're doing about it. It's on. It honestly starts within you, and that's why it's so hard. Because no one else, no one else can tell you how to do that. It's it's just you discovering for yourself um, what you want to do with that skill. Mm-hmm. So, do you know what you want to do in your life? Like you're young. We're both young. Like, do you know where you want your life to take you? Honestly, I know that it's such a cheesy answer, but I just know that I just want to be happy. And all I want to have in life is just feeling this, this feeling of happiness and this satisfaction that I'm just honestly living my life in a very happy way. Um, so I, you know, I'm, I'm quite, I'm not that strict with, um, where I see myself in like 10 years and all of that. Cause I just take day by day and I just know that things change um, so quickly and so much um, that I, I wouldn't even point my, 
I wouldn't even want to point my finger out there and say, I want this in life and this in life. I just want to be happy. And I think that's what we all want. That's, that's why we're here. That's why we're here on earth to, um, to find that, to find that inner happiness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what is happiness to you? Uh, Honestly, I think it is just a feeling. It is the feeling of finally becoming your true self of finding of just feeling as well love I think happiness comes comes a lot with love and um, it doesn't necessarily mean that you need your soulmate in life it just means that you can feel love on an in a, on another level like I'm a very um, vulnerable and I'm a, I'm a very emotional person so I feel love in a very intense way, um, where I just cry a lot out of happiness. For example, whenever I'm just driving in a car and I'm seeing a beautiful sunset in front of me, or when I'm surrounded by animals in nature, like I have like f- strong feelings. And I think that just comes because I see life th- through different eyes. And I think that's where it all starts. It's the way you just see life and just seeing life through different angles and perspectives. Mm-hmm. When's your birthday? Um, 11th of August. So you're a Leo? I'm a Leo, yes. I'm a Cancer. My birthday is July 16th, and I feel like we're both, like, very emotional. Cancers are very, very emotional indeed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm so emotional. But, no, I totally – I relate to that. And the whole thing talking about life, like, we also just need to remember – that we're on this crazy journey. Like we're little tiny humans on this crazy, like rotating planet in the middle of this, this universe. Like we don't know what's out there. Like in our minds, we, everything is so, like we take things so seriously, but we need to remember that life is not a nine to five job that you kind of don't like. And then going home to a partner, you kind of don't love and living this life that like is just mediocre and average like you need to live your truth to feel fulfilled that's just a fact and you know just I think take life seriously but also don't take it seriously at the same time because we are on this you know crazy revolving planet like I just said like we don't know what's going to happen like you know things always change and and you might be so convinced that you're this kind of person today, but tomorrow you might change your mind and like just being okay with that. And I think as well, like the most important thing for us as like young women right now is just, it's, it's really just self-love. It's learning about ourselves because our relationship with ourselves is the most important relationship that we're ever going to have. Because in the end of the day, you're, you're your best friend basically, and you're going to die alone no matter what. So you'll better just love yourself in the end and just, yeah. And just treat yourself the way you want to be treated. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. hundred percent. So you spoke about how you had kind of like a negative relationship earlier, like with your ex-boyfriend, like, do you want to talk about that a bit? Like, um, so yeah, so I had, um, a boyfriend for like, so this boyfriend, this specific boyfriend that I had, um, I only had him for like, <laughs> it's funny to say, oh, I only had him. <laughs> um, I'm not talking about an object here, but yeah, I, he was my boyfriend for like, let's say a little bit more than half a year. And, um, when the first time I met this guy, I was fully in love. Like I had this connection with him and I just kind of, 
the first the first thought that came into my mind was that if he'd be like the last guy that I would date, I'd be totally fine with that. Um, and so, yeah, and so I was together with him and um, it just didn't really work out, to be honest, just because I was so in love and I loved this guy with all of my heart and I gave everything to him. I would honestly done everything for this person and um, and he just couldn't care less. He just couldn't care less. So he would live in London, but as well be on the countryside. Um, and I'd be in London too. Well, actually, no, well, I, I, at that time I was still in Exeter. So I would always come back and forth only for him. And he just really treated me in the worst way possible. Like I remember when it was his birthday and, um, he, so basically we, we were a secret. We were not supposed to be in a relationship. And, um, he said, yeah, um, just for you to know, they're going to be people coming to the club. They're going to be girls as well. Just, you know, just because, um, cause, cause I'm inviting them for my friends and, but you can't be there because we're a secret basically. And, um, that was honestly already something that really, really was very, very hurtful. Um, but I just decided to, again, see things through different eyes. And I, I was at the time spending time with my, one of my best friends and I told her, well, let's just go out and just like have fun as well. And that he showed up in that club as well. And I remember me being super loving and just wanting to hug him, saying how much I love him. And he would just like push me away and his friends to tell me to fuck off and stuff like that. You know, like it was really, really crazy at this point. And then even, um, I was, there was a guy that even like I was quite drunk and he kind of wanted to take advantage of me. And, um, and just, the thought of my boyfriend being in the same club than me and stuff like that happening to me and he wouldn't be there for me is, is already quite quite um just just a very very bad that bad very bad thing but I was so I was so blind of love that I didn't see I didn't I didn't really realize um that I really didn't deserve to be treated that way and I was honestly in a very, very dark place because, you know, when you just love someone, you don't really, you fear of losing them, even if you know that they're not nice to you. I don't know if that makes sense, but you're just so blind and you would do anything for that person to stay in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I can, I can totally see that. And how amazing is it that you also saw that like, yes, in the moment you were like, I don't care how I'm treated. Yeah. I want to be with this person. But like, eventually you broke up. Did you break up with him? Well, it came to the point where he then said, cause he's as well, um, he's, he's in the polo area. And so when, when you're polo player, you kind of have to travel around a lot. And, um, he just told me that he's going to be away for like half a year and he's gonna go to Argentina, and then I'll be. I'll, I will. I will. I was away for two months over the summertime, and he kind of took that as an excuse. But when in real life, I feel like he was lying to me because I then, some days later, like my best friend told me, yeah, you know what? Like he was, he was just texting other girls while being with you, and you know, I just got aware of all of that, and just really broke my heart to be honest. Because even after that breakup, I was still feeling nice things and I was thinking nice about him because I'm someone who kind of tries to see things through different eyes so when someone is go having a hard time and going through a tough time I will always try to understand their point of view you know so because he was making so many excuses 
um, I was kind of like trying to understand him and to to just see things the way he saw them when I was just actually manipulating myself and just thinking nicely about him. You know what I mean? Like it's, mm. yeah. You're, you're a positive person and that's beautiful and never yeah. lose that. But like, what do you think you've learned from the relationship going forward? Like, what are you going to now look for in a guy? So I'm actually quite happy now because I'm in, I'm in a very happy relationship at this moment. And it's just when you realize that, um, first of all, I think that the more you love yourself, the more you know how people should treat you. Um, and then you just compare people to each other. And just the way my actual boyfriend is treating me and the way my ex-boyfriend was treating me are just two completely different things at this point. And um, I feel like once you can't experience these things, you just... You just learn from them and everything gets um, everything gets saved in your unconsciousness and so your subconsciousness. So um, and especially when you again see the same pattern coming up, you just kind of you're just more aware. But I must say I had a very hard time opening up again because I was so hurt and I was so taken for granted that I had a very, very hard time opening up again. But that's just what it does to you, I guess. Like you can't help it. Mm-hmm. Well, I love what you just said there about, you know, your ability to love yourself just determines how much others can love you, right? Like, it's all about self-worth. I love that. It's amazing. And listen, you are a passionate, emotional, incredible human being. And like, you deserve somebody who respects that. So I'm really happy to hear that you're in a good relationship. It's so important to just like value yourself in a relationship. I've dated a lot of guys. Like I've only been in one actual relationship and that's with my boyfriend, Ben. But before that, I, I dated a lot of guys and I was really on a mission to like find my love. Like I was, I've always been a helpless romantic and I dated a lot of guys that were assholes that never even ended up being a boyfriend because it didn't even get to that point. But like, I have so many stories like I have so many crazy stories with guys like I don't even I wouldn't even know where to begin at this point like I've been going through so many funny stories and so much hurt to be honest um but at the end like you always have to stay positive because look where we both are right now like we both found someone who's who just treats us the way we want to be treated and we just can't be happier and this is what I mean with a bad date or a bad month doesn't mean a bad life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It doesn't mean a bad life. Yeah. Every single day can be a change, can be a huge change in your entire life. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I think it's the more you stick to that and the more you are aware that you're in control of your emotions. And I know, I know it sounds so easy, but once you can rule your mind, you can actually rule your entire body, your feelings and everything that comes with that. But you have to rule your mind. It's so important. But that's when it comes a lot to kind of meditating and doing all of that spiritual stuff because that's just going to help you being more at ease and, and just calming your mind down a little bit. Yeah, no, absolutely agreed. So what are your top tips on ruling the mind like we were talking about it before a little bit but like do you meditate like what are what's your like literally talk me through your thought process when you're in a negative mindset and you need to change it to a positive one 
Right. So honestly, I have so many amazing inspirational quotes as well saved in my iPhone, like on my on my camera roll. So anytime. So mostly what I will do when I have when I have time, I will just even before bed or before or just just right after waking up, I will go through all of them. And first of all, that just really helps you first things first to kind of put you in the right mindset. And then I just honestly, I know myself quite well now. Um, and I just know that whenever I'm feeling quite down or sad, I just know that I just know how to kind of switch that off by just, I, I don't, it's quite hard. It's quite hard to explain, but it's just something that comes up now automatically. You know what I mean? Like, it's not something that I have to think of. It's just something that automatically comes to my mind right away when I'm feeling down or when I'm feeling sad, because I've been practicing it for such a long time now. Mm, yeah, no, for sure. Practice makes perfect. 100%. And I always talk about like, the bounce back rate, like this is the it's not about not having those negative mindset mentalities, like all day every day. It's about learning how to bounce back when you do have that negative mindset or those negative thoughts creep into your brain. It's like, it's not about controlling whether or not those negative thoughts come into your brain. It's about how you deal with them, right? So it's about taking control of your mind, your bounce back rate, like bouncing back to your your good mentality, like getting in touch with your superwoman self and being like, okay, what can I do right now to like get back to that really primed mentality? Like it's in my control. Honestly, what as well helps me a lot is just going for a walk mm-hmm. because I, I just, as I already said, like I just feel things in a very deep way. So when I go for a walk, I just, I'm quite of an observer. So I will like look at the trees and I will just look at the plants and I will just, you know, I will just have a very nice walk and just letting good things come to me and just observing nature around me. And that just helps me a lot to calm my mind down. And, um, and then I come back home and I have like a coffee or whatever it is, reading a book or just, just, I feel like, you need to know what makes you happy. Like if that's a cup of tea, if that's a walk, whatever it is, whatever makes you happy, I feel like you just mostly have to write that down somewhere. And then when you're feeling sad, you just read that through and you do exactly these, these things because that's what's going to help you in the end a lot. Mm, I love that. So, so true. Okay, so we're coming up to the end of the podcast, Sophie. I have one more question for you. And if you're a listener, you might... You might know what this question is. <laughs> oh my god, I actually forgot it. I forgot it. I okay, fine. I'll, I'll say it. I forgot it. <laughs> okay, so let's just say that you've woken up on the wrong side of the bed one morning. What do you do that ensures that you'll bounce back and have an amazing day? Mm. Honestly, I would write some really nice things down in my notebook. I would probably make myself an iced coffee because that's what I'm obsessed with. And it just gives me energy and it tastes good, you know, so that's what I will for sure do. And then I would probably just talk to my friends because they always there's always a way to just talk to someone and to just, you know, to just be in human interaction. I feel like that's kind of something, especially when you're around positive people, that's just going to make you a lot happier too. Then I will probably go to the gym, go, go, go out. I feel like the, the most important thing is to just go out and that's it basically. And then mostly I would definitely feel better already. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love this. Thank you so much for coming on. I honestly can't thank you enough. This has been such an amazing conversation and I'm so excited to release this. Really amazing. Where can everyone find you if they want to reach out to you and connect? Oh, they can always find me on Instagram or they can just, you know, yeah, they can totally find me on Instagram or wherever they want. What's your Instagram? My Instagram is Sophie underline Maxine. Amazing. Thanks, Sophie. You're welcome, Mimi. You're welcome. Have, thank you so much for having me as well.